Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, a.k.a. T-Roll, and I am once again joined by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, also known as Sandy, and of course, the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Friends, how are we doing tonight? Excellent, man. We just got done watching episode seven. And, uh, of what? Of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. And, yeah, that's uh, right. We are rolling right on into this podcast. Yeah, we're doing a real quick turnaround, real quick turnaround uh, today. You know, we just literally, like he, like he said, about five minutes ago, we stopped watching the episode. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll it just right ended. It. it just ended. We've never done this before. This is the first time the three of us have watched the episode live together. And yep. uh, because of scheduling conflicts, our normal night to record, it just wasn't going to work out. So, we thought. Man, let's get crazy. Let's watch it together on Wednesday and right when the show is over. I mean, we were we were setting up our podcast equipment literally as the show, like during the commercial breaks. So, yep. so in light of that, uh, if you normally listen to our reviews of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., thank you for that. Um, just want to give you forewarning. This one will be a little bit different. A lot of times we have... You know, a couple days to stew over it. Um, I will take some notes. I'll watch it a second time. And tonight we're just we're just shooting from the hip. But I think it'll be cool to see how that kind of plays out. Maybe we have a new. Maybe we realize we have a new format we like. Yeah, Who maybe. knows? Who knows? But let's get into a little bit of the specifics. So tonight's episode, um, as Justin said, this is episode number seven, and the sh- the episode title is "The Totally Excellent Adventures of Mac and the D." Don't forget the D. Yeah, of course. Nope. <laughs> Never forget the D. Don't forget the D. Deke Shaw, baby. Deke Shaw. Uh, um, yeah, so I guess let's just start with overall thoughts, guys, and then we'll get into more of like trying to go through, you know, more chronologically as best we can. Well, just starting off, uh, I feel like the name, the title of the of the episode, how amazing that title of the episode was, I feel like it did not live up to the hype of that name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely had some hills and valleys in it. There's some cool parts, but you know there was also a lot of uh, a lot of exposition and a lot of you know kind of stuff that was just kind of there. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I guess I would say when I think about the expectations I had based off of the the previews and the title of the sh- of the actual episode, I would agree that it was a little bit of a letdown. Um, but they tried, it was, it was very eighties cheesy, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, which I mean, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I really did. So but they kind of get a pass because I don't know, it, it wasn't great, but you know, again, it's, it's a, it's a part of a bit yeah. of a grander story. I'm not really sure. Like thinking back, I'm not really sure what I expected. I just, I mean, I don't know. I just expected eighties awesomeness. Yeah. And the first 15 minutes was a gloom fest of of I was I'm telling you I was furious. Yeah. You guys you guys sat down here yeah. and watched. Yeah. He I was, was he was about to walk out of this episode. Yeah. It, yeah. it almost got a big giant DNF. Did not yes. finish, dude. Yeah. Uh, Justin was not yeah, a dump. That's right. <laughs> Just, man. Justin was yep. not he was not having it. He was And to be fair, so let's just let's just break that down a little bit. So Mac is mourning 
the death of his parents. The parents that he grew up with already, but uh, now he's living on the the ideas of his new younger self in another timeline growing up without his family. But guess what? You lived with your family already, so yeah. why the heck are you spending so much time yeah. mourning him? But oh well, whatever. And yeah. it seemed like he had a really good, you know, father figure raising his new selves too. So it wasn't even like they were like out on the street, you know, slumming it. Yeah, I think sometimes writers just feel like they have to create internal drama, Gosh. internal struggle. Yeah. You know, like it's as if to some way to get us to be more invested, maybe. Hey, here's internal struggle. They're stuck in the 80s and they yeah. got to find their way back to yeah. the rest of their team or else they're going to be stuck yeah. in the yeah. forever. So, I mean, yes. It was traumatic. Like last week, the best part of the episode last week was just how we felt when we saw Mac have to kill his robot parents. Yes, that was great. That was a great use of drama. I felt right. like they went from both ends of the spectrum. Like the the end of that last episode was just like it was it was heartbreaking and yeah. gut wrenching as you were watching it, and this just felt like unnecessary extra drama. You know, infuriating. Well, it made yeah. it made sense at the end of the last episode for him to ride off and want to get a, a few minutes of closure. Sure, I mean that. That makes sense, but then yeah. to, then to just leave Deke in the field, you know, and <laughs> just fend for himself, yeah, and to yeah. just bail on him. Um, yeah, you yeah. felt real bad for Deke, like as oh you're watching like the first part of the episode, you were just like, oh, this, he's like a sad puppy dog who just keeps on coming back, and the owner just yeah. keeps on kicking him away. Seriously. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Justin. I felt like the first, and you know what, the worst part of it, we were talking the whole like the first quarter of the episode was. Just uh, Mac turning into like Thor in Endgame, where he's just like yeah. depressed and growing a beard. Fat now Thor. he didn't get as he didn't get as fat as as uh, Thor. Uh, man, that metabolism is must must still be rolling for hey, Mac. It's dude. Mac, yeah. dude. It's he Mac. was looking good still. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was like depressing at the very beginning, and I think there were there were some aspects which we'll get into that we did love, but there was also just some things about this episode that I was like expecting better, and I think it yeah. was yeah. because. I think I romanticize what could be thinking about this, like the sh- the sh- the the title. Yeah, and yeah. it made it seem like they were going to be like buddy cops in the eighties. That's exactly how I was thinking. Like, yeah, exactly how I was thinking. And about instead, that. it was like Max just crying over here, and Deke is Deke started a band. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Which that second part was cool, but yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, of course. How? What song do you have uh, Deke sing or create the most eighty song in the history of yes, the world? For sure, for sure. But yeah, and I was definitely. It, it felt like it should have been an episode that was basically an episode of like Bill and Ted, or like you know, just like two kind of um, almost kind of dumb characters that are going around like eighties, like best friends who might be a little like you know doing kind of dumb stuff that's what i was i was kind of fun, hoping for like a fun romp and it was going to be over the top and everything like that and it got that way at the end yeah um but like the, the first 15 minutes you were just like uh, like we get it you know we understand his parents died yeah but it's like it wasn't the totally excellent yes. adventures yes right no, like nothing about they, that was excellent nothing yeah. yeah so and again it it got a little cooler and you know maybe let's do this so we love shield we love agents of shield we love Mac as a character. We do, yes. Right? So it's it's not necessarily him that made the mistake. It was more like the writers. But let's just, you know, it's been a long series. They've made, they've had their ebbs and flows. True. Right? Yeah. So let's give them a pass here for those first 15 minutes and Mac's, like, you know, sad, depressed state. And let's move on to a little bit of some of the good things, okay? So um, 
So they do a really good job of bringing in some 80s elements here. We got, yes. we got a whole... Uh, yeah, a lot of 80s yeah, elements. Yeah, we got a whole uh, weird science vibe with uh, Russell uh, yes. building the uh, Sybil's uh, new form or her new body. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was... Uh, talking about the battle bot? Yes, the, ba- the battle <laughs> bot. Like battle yeah. bot. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Russell did eventually meet his uh, demise to his creation. And yeah. a very... Uh, 80s horror fest style. Yes. Uh, bloody gore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You feel bad for Russell, man. You could tell he's, like, not the most, like, you know, he's just a little, like, socially, like, isolated a little bit. And then yeah. he finally has, I mean, for, like, an isolated nerd who works at, like, an 80s computer store, what would be more perfect than, like, an alien woman, like, luring you in <laughs> through mean, a computer, yeah. right? So, yeah. like, so, like, he creates his... Uh, his first love, and then his first love just murders him brutally. So, yeah, yeah welcome to the eighties. Yeah, so I mean that was a good aspect of it. Uh, so the the cheesy gore, I really I really enjoyed and that. Played its way out throughout the whole. Episode. Yeah, there's yes. a, there so, a few instances of that. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, what what else about what uh, what other eighties kind of themes did you uh, did you appreciate? Obviously the music. I mean, uh, Deke's song, obviously uh, <laughs> for sure, for sure, most, one of the most popular songs. Ever so, yeah. the Deke yeah. Squad, right? That yeah, was the, the name De- of his the band. Deke Squad, which yeah. I love that that was also his undercover. Yeah, like he, like shield, like he was recruiting like shield, uh, agents. shield agents. That yeah. was pretty cool. His, I, his cover made a hundred percent sense. Like, yeah, you get to move yeah. freely from city to city and investigate, and you have to bring like your high tech equipment gear. with you, yeah. and yeah. it makes sense to carry it along. Yeah. Yeah. it made perfect sense. Like Deke, that was the most um, smart thing that Deke has done. He's yeah. sharp, man. Yeah. He's sharp. Yeah, it definitely made a lot of sense what he was saying there, and you know, um, it was definitely really '80s in the in the uh, in the bar and stuff like that. Um, of course, you know, uh, everyone's the, makeup the, and like what yeah, they're wearing, the outfit, makeup outfits, and everything like outfits. Even even down to like the moment where you know Mac finally comes out of it, and they have the the uh, like handshake oh, yeah. moment. Oh, so '80s in its own right. It reminded me of a uh, Predator. When, because uh, there's the scene where I think it's, I think it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, yeah, who like have this like bonding moment, moment yeah. and it's just like the camera uh, so zooms in on the hand, cr- yeah, yeah, it was good, yeah. So it it was just ridiculous in that sense, and you know, after like you said, after those 15 minutes, it did get into that nice like 80s cheese ball feel to it that was just like super over the top. That is always really cool to see, and you're just like you just have fun with it, yeah. And I think too. And, and this is a good example of us not being able to, like, watch it a second time. I remember there was a handful of times where, you know, like, Deke said something or someone on his on his band t- said something. And, th- like, the camera works were like, there's there's one thing that Deke did that was, like, weird. And you could tell Mac was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, like, zoomed yep. it on Mac's face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't remember what Deke said. Again, this, you know, we just watched it and I can't remember everything. But just a lot of moments like that where they were doing very 80s-style things. Um, so... Um, and it's not necessarily 80s style here, but I did really, me, uh, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. And yes. just the, the look and feel of the new Chronicoms yes. uh, had very much of a Dalek feel to it. And, uh, huge, For sure. Yeah, that's huge in Doctor Who. And then they even dropped the line, exterminate, and I, <laughs> yes. I, I did lose it. I mean, yes. you guys can vouch for yeah. it. Yes, that, is a, that was a ridiculous little line. They're just like, it, it's one of those lines where if you know Doctor Who, you're like, Yes, but if you don't know Doctor Who, it just sounds like a 
like menacing yeah, line, like a cheesy robot. Like, there yes. were, oh, yeah, wow. there were t- legitimately two different times where Justin stood out of his seat and just did like a pump fist towards the ground. <laughs> yes, and he said, "I'm back, baby. I'm back." Because because <laughs> the first fifteen minutes he was like, "I'm done with this episode." Yeah, yeah. I was I was a hundred percent ready yeah. to walk out on that episode. So so let's talk a little more plot here. So um, obviously you got Mac who is grieving the loss of his parents in a fake timeline. Okay, and then you have Deke who goes and starts a band and uh, releases songs that come out years later. Um, also, Sybil, we mentioned earlier, somehow survived the the explosion from yes. the last episode, and she tags up with Russell, who saves her, creates a body for her. But there's other, there's one more uh, major character who survived that same explosion from the last episode, and that uh, was Coulson. Yes. You mean Coltron? Yeah. Once yes. again, Coltron has survived. <laughs> And, you know, again, this is the unfortunate part of advertisement where we we knew that because we've seen previews, just like we also saw previews for next week, which we'll talk about later, that really does take away part of the, oh, man, that would have been awesome yeah. to see. To just have it revealed, like, spontaneously right. like, so my wife, in the moment. My wife, who is a big Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, has decided she's not going to watch any of this season, and she's going to binge it at the very end. Yeah. So for her, not watching previews, I can't wait to see her reaction and just kind of see that with her yeah. and experience that. And I'll be like, you know, that's what it should have been like. But let's talk about Coltron. He also survives the blast similarly to to Sybil in a way, like ex- escaping somehow on a hard drive. What is it that uh, Deke said? His mind or his brain energy? I don't even remember what he said. Something about something about Colson survived the explosion. He he got on a hard drive. And Deke was able to configure a way for him to be on like a on a on an old school TV. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It feels like one of those uh, uh, TVs they they roll into your classroom when we were kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. right, yeah, AV club. <laughs> That's right. So Coulson survives and is kind of there also for Mac to try to bring Mac out of his depression. Um, Doing what Coulson does best, like yeah, he's that yes. that overly like father figure who yeah. it, mentor, is, yeah, mentor, you know? yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, it was it was fun to see Coulson in that way, and I loved how. Uh, I mean, obviously he was on a TV screen, and I, I can only imagine him acting that role out, um, just recording the scenes and having, hey, look to your left, uh, yes. look to your right, and then when you're watching it on the screen, you play out, and he's. He literally like is looking over to his his left and he's, right. and he's talking yeah. to them. And yeah, it, especially the scene where uh, he's like, "I'd like to be included in your planning circle." Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. They wheel him on into their circle and then they throw out their game plan for how they're going to defeat the Chronicoms. So yeah, Coulson was he was kind of there. I mean, it was just yeah. I mean, it was a, it was nice just to I mean see that he survived instead yeah. of waiting an episode like yeah. oh wait this is just a, like a filler like what's going on here like yeah. did did Coulson live so you know do you guys like these kind of episodes where they pretty much just isolate two or three characters from the rest of the team and then it just goes like a, a side adventure or do you like or do you prefer just where you have an episode where the whole team is involved? Well, see, I think the best parts of Agents of Shield is when everybody is involved and they all have a key aspect to the mission, like and right. they, and they play on each other and yeah. like one per- it's like a domino effect. Like every single one of them has a key part, and when one domino falls, then the next team member picks up the slack and they move on forward, like a, like a good ensemble yeah. show. Right? Yeah, exactly. They do a really good. Job. It has a lot of Ocean's Eleven vibe. Like I mean, like yeah. they, uh, Ocean's. I mean, a great movie. They all work together in perfect unison, and I feel like the Agents of Shield they do a great job of building up that camaraderie and that teamwork. So, yeah, I I agree with you there, but I also believe some of the best episodes are actually the more tightened end episodes. Now, I don't think it really works great for this season because it's shortened, and you know they're they're not they're not leading to just a season finale, but a series finale. 
so I don't necessarily like it in that sense. But there were so, some of the episodes were like like uh, when um, when Gemma was alone on on the on um, on the foreign planet, or when Gemma was um, in, infiltrating um, Hydra. Like those type of, those type of episodes were very intriguing. You really get in those episodes, you can really get into the mindset of a single character, where sometimes it gets lost when you're in the ensemble, ensemble cast. Sure, uh, yeah. which that's great for when you're building character and when you're like, especially earlier in seasons, to do that kind of stuff. Now, I will say it's not so great when you're talking about the final season halfway through, uh, <laughs> because yeah. you're kind of like you're kind of giving away movement in the uh storyline to talk about this one little isolated incident about this how these two people feel i think that's what i'm getting to like in the writing room you know the writers for this last season what made them think hey we only have 13 episodes we really love mac and deke and a tv screen of colson enough to have them do their own side episode you know like it's yeah it just seems like you know I don't know. A little, little di- again, just a little disappointing. Yeah, am I going to stop watching Shield now? Of course not. No, you know? of course not. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just didn't. I think very much has that Age of Ultron feel to me, where it's like I had a ton of hype coming into tonight. Yeah. And was it the worst episode in the world? It was just like was just like Ultron. Was it the worst movie in the world? Of course no. not. But but it didn't live up to the expectations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Definitely on the weaker end. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know, when they're doing this type of stuff, it kind of reminds me of, like, this idea of, okay, yeah, smoked ribs are delicious, but do we have eight hours to, you know, wait to make that? There's a time comparison that you have to deal <laughs> with, you know, here, if you only have time to make hot dogs, you can't be making smoked ribs. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. that's exactly what I thought, that's too. A gr- that's a great point. That's a great, great point. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of uh, the Deke Squad? So, you had Olga... Um, let's see who else you had. You had the chain gang. Yes. That was awesome. Working on the chain gang. And, uh, who was the girl? What was her name? Glass or something like that? Yes. Her last name was Glass. I don't remember her first name, but last name was definitely Glass. She had a very, um, uh, Lisa Loeb vibe, um, you know, to her, which was really kind of cool. Um, so that was cool. She also seemed to be the most, uh, uh, competent of the of the uh of of the deke squad i think we just got so we're having some uh technical some, difficulties some critter issues in the background we're here in justin's basement and uh there's a massive cockroach over on, over there and it's it destroyed took, it took justin legitimately sick like five or six swipes with a slip with uh his slip on to try to eliminate that cockroach how, how are you feeling? Oh, hey guys how's it going <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how, are you, how are you feeling justin you're making me nervous to sit on the actual ground now. I feel like I need to, you know, get in a chair. And Dude, I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, where'd all that dirt come from, man? From a model's stupid shoes, man. But anyway. Well, eh. that's because you had you made us walk around outside tonight to get down here. But I that's besides up. the point. Whatever. That's besides the point. Um, and then, of course, we can't talk about the band without talking about cricket, right? <laughs> Which maybe <laughs> the cricket. maybe the best part of the whole episode was when, um, when uh, Deke revealed that cricket was the drummer. And he also mentioned Cricket was the shady guy that he hired to find yeah. um, to find Mac earlier. So Mac's like, that's Cricket? And what is it that Deke says where he's like, yeah, he's... he's uh, I found out that he has a stable job. Stable oh, job. What, what does he do? Doing what? He's, still, he's selling Coke. Coke. <laughs> he's like, oh. He's, Mac, the, the back looks at him like, 
really like just totally disappointed. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, why? He's like, oh yeah. I mean, you know, why? Why am I worried about him selling soda? Like yeah. <laughs> just like the it, it was one of those moments where it's just like reminding you that oh yeah, Deke is in a lot of ways a mental child in these times. Uh, because largely just because of the fact that he just doesn't know about this stuff. Yeah. You know, like he, he just grew up in a time where either cocaine had a different name or, uh, like there were just different drugs in general. Or they just didn't have any cocaine in the lighthouse when there was, you know, when the planet was about to be destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was a fun little, uh, fun little moment they had there. So yeah, but then, you know, basically Deke later in the episode tries to, uh, galvanize the troops, and they do a little training exercise to try to impress Mac, but it really backfires horribly. Backfires very horribly. bad. Mm-hmm. And Mac storms out. He calls them a bunch of losers. Yep. Yeah, which was so harsh. Like, yeah, he definitely. I mean, his oppression definitely led him to a different path for sure. Oh, for sure. So yes. And then he's he's about to bail. Unnecessary. He's a, he's about anyway. to bail completely out of the lighthouse before. Um, uh, one of the one of the battle bots shows up and attacks him and uh, glass glass. That's right. Yes. So and that kind of brings. Oh, actually, you know what? What brought him back uh, was when Glass told him that Deke is actually. And this was kind of this was a nice sweet moment when that Deke has actually been taking care and uh, dropping in on Little Mac. Yeah, right. Yes. He's been uh, helping him out with school supplies. Yeah, and buying, yeah. buying him things like a new car and stuff. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. So, so that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. So, and essentially, I mean, like, Deke raised Mac. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. This is a weird season, huh? Yep. A lot of... Uh... <laughs> Strange, yes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anything else you, that sticks out to you guys about uh, tonight's episode? Uh, I know one thing that they could have done to make this episode ten times better. You ready for this one? Let's hear it. Go uh, for it. Deke and Mac get left behind with Enoch. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, see, like that's the thing. If like Enoch would have been here, yeah, it would have been, been the awesome. The whole thing, the whole episode would have changed. Like I'm telling you, man, Enoch would have made this episode way better. It re- it really would have been hilarious to see like Enoch, like in the party Enoch, scene, like Enoch, Enoch and Deke were to <laughs> were like working together for like, Enoch's in the whole band. time. Where, where oh, Mac yes. is like having his, uh, or even if Mac still had a little bit of his depression, but then when he comes out of it. Enoch has been like taking cues from Deke and he's like kind of living the life that Deke has set up for him. Like maybe he has like an afro or something ridiculous like that. And he's like, you know, really giving in to his like so-called human side. I really uh, feel like uh, <laughs> Enoch would, would be in the band, but he'd be in the background like playing the little symbol or something. Like, yeah. Just ding, <laughs> the triangle. Ding. Yeah. He, he'd yeah. be playing the synthesizer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could definitely see that too. Yeah, it would have been nice to have Enoch, especially because we don't have any savage Enoch lines for tonight. Yeah, and this so. is the second episode with completely zero, zero Enoch. Enoch. Yeah, and, there's uh, also al- almost. I mean, we saw Gemma barely briefly. Briefly, yeah. we, we saw Yo Yo and, and Matt May. or uh, May at the very but end. We don't get Daisy. Yeah, no Daisy, no Daisy or Susa. You got to imagine that Daisy's still recovering, and Susa is probably taking a nap. He's been through a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, so the episode ends. With yeah, Nath- I guess we'll jump here. Nathaniel. Okay, yeah. Let's talk uh, about this. So, well, we see the little battle bot spawn. Uh, carrying the <laughs> carrying thread, the, the time. What's it called? Time. Time. Time stream. Time, time stream. stream. There you go, time stream. Which basically looked like a little light up. Hard drive. Hard drive, yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> we get this video of the little robot like going through this city. 
uh, and like somehow no one sees it, no one runs into it, no car runs it over, no birds attack it, like nothing happens to this little robot. Who knows how far it traveled? But anyways, wondering, where's the robot going? Who are we about to see? And then you see the robot finally make its way into some sort of like building or a factory, and it bumps into someone's feet. Okay, whose feet are they? Then it turns out to be Nathaniel um, Malik. Malik. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... So he's not dead. He's not nope. dead. So we last, we last saw him, his bones were breaking, and yes. the uh, house collapsed on in top of him. In 1976, keep in mind, yes. which means yes. how many years have gone by this now? This is uh, about eight. eight. Nine, yeah, we're about yeah. eight. It's Seven about 84 eight. When, yeah. uh, when, when this is all happening at the end. Yeah, somewhere in there. So you got to think he's probably figured out how to use his powers. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Apparently he can, like, he's immortal now, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, what makes you say that? Because he didn't die in the, <laughs> in the yeah. First accident. I mean, something had to happen where either you know the powers kind of just like burned out of him, and somehow he was okay, or he has learned how to take control of his powers. And yeah, he has. I mean, his bones were breaking. That's what he said, but doesn't mean yes. he was dying. Doesn't mean his heart was stopping. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's just, uh, just a roof fell on him. We've seen people survive much worse. Yes. You know? True. Yeah. Remember when Fitz and Gemma were at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's Phenomenal. a good point. So, so. okay, so uh, originally I figured that uh, Wilfred Malik will be back and he'd be the end villain. But now I think Nathaniel Malik is yeah. going to be the end all be this, all. But it, all, it also really makes me wonder where um, Gideon Malik is at. We haven't seen him right. since 1973. Yep, in that bar scene, yes. right? You got to imagine. I mean, he's probably still alive. I mean, maybe he's been pushed out by his brother now that his brother is dude. What if alive. Nathaniel? Yeah, what if Nathaniel did the little stone trick on Gideon in this yep. timeline? Mm, yeah, yeah. Or if it's just the general like idea of you know Nathaniel living and he just knocks him off somehow. You know, yeah, and so. he just kind of takes his, up his brother's path. Interesting. And uh, so the brief moments we saw Nathaniel, like what kind of what kind of vibe are you guys getting from him? Like, uh, what do you what do you guys think? Like, do I like him or I don't know? Like, how do you feel? I mean, is he menacing? Is he villainous? Is he? I don't I, know. Tell I me. I feel that. like he. They're trying to make him seem sinister. I don't know how well they're succeeding okay, it at the moment. That's where I'm getting at here. Okay, so I feel like they're trying really hard to make him seem like he's. This overall arching villain, like yes. very menacing, very like wicked. But all, all I'm getting out of him when I see it is him trying too hard, and all he's putting uh, putting out there is like a, a nerdy vibe. Like yeah. he's just second fiddle, kind of. Yeah. What did we say last week? He's a he's like a fanboy villain, right? Yeah, fanboy. Yeah, yeah. like Buddy from The Incredibles. Like, right. That's I, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, he's he, not doing it for me right now yet. Yes. I mean, I mean, yeah, it could totally change. And, you know, I think it kind of stems out of potentially two things. Uh, I think it's partially because they're rushing his character. Um, so it's hard to build up that um, sometimes hard to build up that sinister nature when you're trying to get them to speed all this oh, stuff up. Are you up. talking about the fact that there's 13 episodes and they're going across decades? Yes. So they're rushing things? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Maybe so are, you, are you telling me you want a, an episode based entirely on Nathaniel yeah, Malik's backstory to, to help totally, develop him the into totally a menacing, menacing adventures of, <laughs> of Natty, um, uh, <laughs> Natty Malik? Natty, Natty Malik. Malik. <laughs> well, I'm saying that what they needed to do was, you know, if there were, he was going to be the main villain, they should have worked him into the previous six episodes a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Instead of just, just showing up randomly at a bar scene and like, oh, wow, he's still alive. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But um, also... <laughs> 
like the second part of it, he fe- kind of feels to me kind of like a villain in a sequel. Like in the sense of he is just trying to follow the path of somebody who is already great. You know, like in, in the sense of just you know how they see they try to copy villains as they do in like when they do sequels lots of times of movies and they're basically just the same person but they never really reach that same level uh because they're just it's hard to feel those footsteps when you're just trying to be the same thing um so that's kind of how i have a feel for him as well sure yeah i mean i i think the the verdict's still out for me i there were some aspects of him in the previous episode that i actually did like again if it would have just if we would have had more, more yeah, right? if yeah. we would have had more time, but yeah, you know, now we're seeing. Remember last week, our biggest critique was, man, why was there this senseless side hustle happening with, you know, this B this B storyline happening with Nathaniel over here, and all of a sudden maybe he's going to have a bigger role to play. Yeah, so yeah, so, maybe the B storyline is development. Like, I guess storyline turning into the A storyline. What's up? What's well, up, uh, writers? Come I, on. Okay, so I, the one thing I like about Nathaniel, you mentioned it last episode. Um, Nathaniel, the, the whole like mad scientist type of vibe. I feel like he can play that a little bit better than menacing, like overall arching yeah. villain. Um, so his curiosity in the last episode, I really feel like that helped kind of drive the okay. His curiosity is what's making him the villain here, and I can get behind that because you are interested in the powers here. Yeah. Whereas, uh, I don't know. I, the the leather jacket the the jeans that he was wearing and, and when you roll up into him and yeah. it bumps it I don't know he just feels like he's trying to be like kind of like the big big boss type of deal yeah so, yeah he needs to try, try to be more like the intellectual villain than the physical villain right exactly yeah so uh, that's that's kind of all I got Is anything else about I mean we could talk a few minutes about the preview, preview yeah I think which we I need to. would be I think fun we need to yes but is there anything else about this episode that we want to talk about here again this is kind of all shooting from the hip because we literally just watched it and i know we'd have more things to highlight or things that we liked or even hated even more if we saw it again but you guys got anything else um well one thing for me is i'm really confused about the whole conversation that may and deke are having yeah dude they they Um, never came back to that they did at the very beginning and then coming back from the first commercial break yeah and then they didn't do it again at all yeah like um like I was thinking through the episode, and I-, I told the guys when we were watching it the possibility that this isn't the May from the timeline that we're thinking about. That it's a younger May, and that's why the way they're talking is two people who don't know each other. And which would have been cool if they yeah, would have done something like that. Yeah, if it was like a very young in her time type of May, and I don't know, a lot of the questions don't like make a Mulan sense. Mulan kind of May, like I was saying. <laughs> yeah, like 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 why would why wouldn't too young she. Too young. <laughs> Why wouldn't um, she understand, you know, what he was saying? I mean, they've been through way crazier stuff. She has been dead. Like, <laughs> like she has been dead. Yes. She has seen Coulson die multiple times. She was back. a robot one time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's been in the framework. Like, yeah. just ridiculous things that she has been through. Why wouldn't she understand that Deke was in a band, you know? <laughs> And that they made a squad while they were away, you know. Or, or just why didn't they come back to it at the end? Like, it, or even if they would have just had May come up to him at the lighthouse at the end and say, "We need to talk." Yeah, just exactly. So you, yeah, just I, so that you know that just, they connected yeah. it. You know, yes. It just felt kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say pointless, but it would have been much funnier if after every commercial break there was a little bit more commentary of, <laughs> of uh, 
of Deke talking about like, no, 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 that's really what happened, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, I don't know, like s- something along the lines of you guys are talking about how, well, w- what if at the end Mac actually straightens out a lot of the stuff? And <laughs> right. Like, My yeah, beard Deke, was never that long. Yeah, kind like, of thing. He, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was exaggerating. I was only in that house for like a day and a half. Right. Like something yeah. ridiculous <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, I didn't like, yeah. drink beer at all. I, I had d- water. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. I mean. You know, I just grow a beard really fast. Like, something, like, ridiculous like that, you know? Or, like, like he wasn't in a popular band. It was actually just, like, a like a secondary band. That yeah, which would actually make sense yeah. why they Karaoke were playing in night. such a small, yeah. small venue. Right. Like, why are they this huge band if they're playing in this, you know, little little bar venue? Yeah. But, yeah, um, but yeah that, like, something like that would have been nice to, like, kind of wrap up the framing storyline they have. But they kind of just left that kind of wide open. Yeah. And you were just kind of like, okay, you created this framing device and didn't really do anything with it at the end. Yeah, and I don't know if they were trying to like save, quote-unquote, time for yeah. moving the season along in their short episode frame. But if you're going to go ahead and open this box for us, I expect you to like follow through and give Let's us... see what's in the box. Yeah, yeah. give us something else. Yeah. There. But, well, well, let's talk about... Let's talk about next week. Yeah, preview. So, so if you're listening and you do not and you have not seen the preview and you don't want to know what's on the preview, we would encourage you to pause this podcast and listen to it later or not listen to it at all. Uh, but again, there is something to be said about not watching the previews. It allows you to be a little more surprised by things. Yeah. Absolutely. There was absolutely one true. really big reveal in this preview about what's coming in this next episode. So apparently the team decides that they need they need to go see um they need to go see Sky's mom. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, how do you pronounce her name? Jiang, Jiang, Jiang. Yeah, what, we would we should do a better job of knowing how to pronounce it. But yeah, essentially, Jiang. I think essentially I they need to go visit some some Inhumans, which is pretty. It's going to be interesting to bring some of those characters back that have been gone and since season two or three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I was wondering what year. What year you guys think? Is it in the nineties or is it? Yeah. Th- th- it, well, there's. It, it's really hard to tell because huh. she hasn't aged since like the forties, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. or like even probably longer yeah. than that. So, what so, other Inhumans so are going to be here? Who knows if any of the humans are going to be the same Inhumans that we knew back then? What if there was like a baby Daisy, baby Whoa, Sky? Hey, what if Sky's go. dad is here? I mean, there's a possibility. I think for your Sky's dad, but there won't be a baby Daisy. Um, because she was kind of left out. If you remember, she was she was she went through the system. Uh, like they never really dealt with her. But at what age? We could see the baby, but then um, yeah, I guess we could and see by the end of the episode. Maybe she's pregnant. Oh, oh no! Listen, she's a baby in the episode, and then at the end of the episode, uh, Daisy's the one who drops her off at the orphanage Whoa. or foster family. Ooh, yeah, that would be <laughs> ooh, that'd be pretty. Yeah, maybe maybe like it's a whole built situation where she sees the baby and she knows what her mother is and what she is meant to be. So she has to like heartbreakingly take herself away from her mother. Oh wow. Jeez. Yeah. Hey, what was the name of the one inhuman that would like teleport people? He didn't have eyes. Remember, but he could see every every inhuman. Oh, yeah, he had, um, you remember his name? Yeah, I don't remember his name. We, we, in the preview, he was there. Like they showed, ah, they showed okay. his powers. Kind oh, yeah. of, he would make glow. yeah, he would make sense because he had been around for a while, right? Um, like I wouldn't think Gordon wouldn't Gordon. be there. It was Gordon. Um, okay, I yeah. Think. Um, <laughs> and you know, characters like that wouldn't be there. It would be interesting to see how it's set up. Potentially a Whitehall sighting as well. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we um, are going to get a Whitehall sighting because I mean, based on th- th- that just, was such a huge thing, and they already mentioned him this yeah, season. Yeah, he's been dropped. So that would make a lot of times, sense, actually. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm excited as as I always am. 
I'm excited for next week, but I'm going to have to keep my expectations in check. I yeah, think. this this is this episode taught me that I definitely need to have realistic expectations. Yes. Yeah. So And you know, it's it's just like you don't want to go in expecting a five star meal, right? You just yeah. want to go in expecting a good two and a, two and a half star meal. And then every now and then the, the, the meal will, will have something that brings it up to a four star and you're like, Man, yeah, that was really good. But yeah. but if you go in thinking you're gonna have a five star meal and yeah. it's a four star meal, yeah. temper, you're, you're let down. temper expectations and just always remember the first cut is the deepest. So just keep that in mind, and you know it'll be it'll get better from here. All right, love it. Well, anything else to say on uh, episode seven? The totally excellent, amazing, radical, weird, strange adventures of Mac and, of course, the D. You forgot depressing, but anyway, it's okay. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good work. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us here on the Royal Geek Podcast. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. And we like to do these episodes every week, reviewing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we've only got, I think, six more episodes to go. So that's kind of sad. Um, please uh, tune in next week as we review episode number eight. Um, and also check out some of our other podcasts wherever you're listening, whether that be Apple, Spotify, or Google um, that's about it. So for my good friends, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.